Hey everyone, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Gary Baldus from New Walk Church in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Thanks for joining, whether you're on our live stream, social media, or here in whichever podcast app you're listening from. Your support's greatly appreciated. I can't wait to get started on our next episode, so let's get right to it. Okay, hello YouTube. I'm going to get everybody else online and then... YouTube, you see you guys are joining us. Hey, Instagram. Hey, Instagram. Hey, YouTube. Hey, Facebook. Hello, Apple Podcast listeners. Hello, Google Podcast listeners, Spotify Podcast listeners. Thanks for joining me for a Wednesday version of the Better Man Podcast. It is time (coughs) for us to spend a little time figuring out how to get better. And that's why we do the podcast. We're trying to help men be the very best that God has for them to be. Uh, Bring some things to light that maybe we've missed. Have you taken time as a man to figure out, you know, what what maybe you missed growing up? Have you ever ever had time where you realized, uh, you know, as a man growing up, the things that maybe your father should have taught you that you didn't get taught? Have you ever looked back to see what was missed there. Look, we don't do this podcast because we want to blame our fathers or anything like that. We do this podcast to say, okay, if we missed something, and a lot of men usually miss a lot of stuff from their fathers, what can we make sure that they're understanding going forward? And today, I'm going to continue that journey with you. And don't forget, if you ever have a comment, anything that we say or anything we're doing that you can hit the like button on, the heart button, subscribe, share. It always helps us get the word out. Uh, I think I've spent some of our podcasts talking about things you should pay attention to before you get married. I even talked about how, gosh, there's some things you need to pay attention to uh, in those lists that I shared the last couple podcasts. Like if you're married and you're dealing with some of these things right now, you know, get some help. I want to progress a little bit further on this Wednesday to talk to you about if things are not going well in your marriage, how it can affect your kids. Um, Don't think I've ever talked about this before. What does a bad marriage do to our kids? And uh, I I certainly want everyone who's married to stay married. Uh, What I want them to do is get help. Uh, I want them to encounter, whether it's counseling therapy, (coughs) couples together, how they can get help in the process. So I want that for you, but we must identify that some of the things that we're doing with our kids can be very, very unhealthy. If you get divorced, obviously there's tremendous trauma. In fact, I think I have shared on this podcast, like we very much underestimate the trauma that divorce brings to us so that when we go, so if you're married, you get divorced. Before you go into the next relationship, if you have not healed from that divorce, you're bringing a messiness into the next marriage. Even if you don't get remarried, you need to heal so you can be your best you. She needs to, whatever. You need to heal, and and that's a whole process. But if you've got kids and you get divorced, yes, that is going to affect them tremendously, and we can never underestimate that, that the amount of, of trauma that that causes is that mind is being wired. There's a, a caused a causing the effects of uh, of some trauma there. But let's talk about 
<coughs> excuse me, guys, I've been battling an illness here. What does it look like if we, if we are married, we're not divorced, and we're going through some struggles? What does it look like for our kids? Well, let's start with uh, emotional and and mental struggles that it brings upon our children when they know that the marriage is shaky they hear words about shaky marriage they hear parents arguing screaming fighting when they know that love is lost somewhere in the marriage our kids thank you ty i think i'm on the mend here but uh, our kids do get impacted when we are uh, fighting and arguing it puts on them a very unhealthy bit of psychological, again, emotional trauma into their life. And so, yes, we're staying together. Yes, we're trying to get the marriage to work. Wonderful. I think that's great. Uh, but we also must understand that, that there is a damage to them in the way we're handling it. So what would be my suggestion, first of all, if there is difficulty in the marriage and the kids are being exposed to it, don't do that in front of them. Don't ever let them hear that if you can avoid that, but get some help. And if they've been exposed to some of those things, let them get some help as well. Here's another thing that affects our kids. It's not just, you know, instability emotionally and mentally. When they see that, when you are struggling in your marriage and your kids encounter it, see it, they view the home as very unstable. All right, they view the home as unstable. So your kids... Um, Want, they should be able to go into a home of trust, stability, care. I've shared before shelter in the storm. But when there's arguing and fighting, our kids absolutely can view the home as a shaky place to enter. You don't want that. <clears throat> Again, that's why you want to be focusing on all these other, you, you, you want to make sure that kids don't see some of these things. You don't they encounter the difficulty in the marriage. Getting help in other areas so the kids are not exposed to this because it will cause them to see see the home as unstable so that's the second thing so the first thing is arguing in the home in front of your kids brokenness in the marriage causes a mental and mental and emotional damage to our kids it causes an uneasiness or instability in their view about what home is it causes low self-esteem as well. Don't miss this. It causes them to have low self-esteem. They, if they're in a tension-filled home, they lose confidence. If they're in a tension-filled home, they lose secure footing. They are unstable at home, and they exit the home unstable. And they lose that confidence in who they were meant to be. So exiting the home in a shaky fashion cause is causes this ability to the kids now they're no longer confident leaving home uh, is this something that your kids are encountering um, they, it's going to cause as you know all kinds of need for attention it's going to cause all kinds of need for uh, validation because they have low self-esteem they're going to act out when they get outside of the home because they're not confident inside the home and of course, what does low self-esteem look like as they uh, regularly exit the home, eventually exit the home full-time, leaving the home, trying to start their own family when they don't have the courage, self-esteem that they need to have, causes messier and messier situations. So we see the damage uh, we're doing 
Uh, let's remember that uh, oftentimes our kids exit the home when they, when they know there's arguing and fighting. They exit the home and they think that they're responsible. And that puts an incredible weight on our kids. They think they're the ones that, that this, is, this is what they, they've done. And as a matter of fact, you know, when they exit the home, every day parents are fighting they're in the home they leave the home they walk out thinking man my my parents are fighting they're struggling and it's all it's all my fault this causes you know very much a frustration in life this causes our kids not just have low self-esteem but it causes them to have an internal anger for what it is that they feel like uh, they are responsible for in the broken home and in the marriage so don't forget you're you're, you're arguing, you're struggling in the home, your kids see this, and they think that they're at fault. All right, here's the next thing. They, um, <coughs> they sense that because you are so focused on the brokenness of the marriage, they sense that uh, you're not able to spend more time with them. All right, so if I'm unhealthy in the marriage, what do I got to do? Try to figure out this marriage, figure out this brokenness, figure out this struggle that we're going through, and I'm less available for my children. And children sense that. And though we're trying to make sure our kids are invested in, though the marriage is struggling, uh, though we're trying to make sure we're shielding them from that, we, we can't. And it does affect our ability to invest in them. Remember, how can I, as a father, invest in my children? It is through something called overflow. My cup runneth over. All right, so I got this coffee cup. I've had to bring it here, drink out of it because I've been coughing a little bit. But, you know, I, I need what's in here. You know, I need that for me. That's for me personally. What I can give others comes through overflow. You can't invest in your children properly if you are depleted constantly because of your marriage struggles. I wonder how many of you watching right now, you're missing moments to deeply invest in your children because you can't even get your own marriage straight. And I understand that. I'm not trying to be mean. That can happen. But again, it's a reminder. It's why we need to get help. We need to make sure that we're healthy in the marriage so that we can be healthy for the kids. Be present, be accounted for, count, accounted for, and make sure that we are spiritually investing in them. Of course, uh, what happens when we argue in front of our kids we are modeling broken relationships. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. So I don't need to belabor that, but one of the great examples our kids see from you and I in the marriage is what they see is this is what relationships should be. This is how it should go. If it's healthy, they say, man, you know what? Mom and dad modeled for me great marriage. And it, it affects them. You know, it affects, can affect generations to come. Flip the script on that. What happens when we're showing poor example? Kids walk out of the home and they think, hey, uh, marriage is messy. All the, and it's so messy, I don't want any part of it. it. Marriage can be messy for any of us. But when we bring it into their lives and they see it so visibly, they leave the home. Should I even ever get married? What's the value of marriage? Why would I want to get married if we're always going to argue all the time? I watch my parents mess up marriage. I don't want to mess it up. So I'm not, they just don't value marriage. And so we're passing down brokenness from generation to generation. And so again, we don't want that for our kids. Nobody wants to throw that brokenness on our kids, right? 
We don't want to do that. So then the next thing we're paying attention to is of that, okay, if we don't want to put that on our kids, what are we doing in front of them right now? How can we change the game and make sure that they are not exposed to some of this messiness? Um, so yeah, model for marriage and relationship. And and so then, yeah, the, the last thing I guess I just want to wrap up with is if any of this is going on in your home, if any of this is going on in your home, get help now. Get help now. Go, um, go to a counselor, um, pay the money. I, I, I've said it before, like people say, man, I don't know, Pastor Gary, you're talking about that maybe we should get counseling like for 10 weeks in a row and, you know, at $150, Pastor Gary, that's like going to be, you know, 1500 bucks or something to go to 10 counseling sessions. Well, divorce is expensive and the legacy of brokenness it puts on our kids, you know, it, it's costly as well. I'm not here to condemn. Some of you watching this, you've gone through a divorce and you're trying to figure all of the, you know, this life out. And I get it. But I'm just saying for those of you that are in a marriage struggle right now, what would you be willing to pay to save your marriage? Like, would you really be willing to put it all on the line to save the marriage? Would you be willing to uh, invest in the areas you need to invest in in order to find success in the marriage? Because there's a cost, a real cost in getting divorced. And so um, get the counseling, get the help. Your kids are watching. Your kids are paying attention, and they are deeply involved in learned behavior right now with what's going on in your home. Let me pray. Uh, God, we know that uh, there are people here learning marriage, learning relationships. There's some that it, it messed up. They didn't. The marriage failed. And God, you're just reminding them during this time, God, that um, whatever's next for them, they need to be healthy. It needs to go well. They need to be healed. They need to enter into whatever is next in a healthy fashion. So God, help heal them. Others watching this, they're in a marriage right now, and there's brokenness and messiness. I pray they get some help, Lord, because um, their kids are watching if they have kids. And then there are others here, maybe looking to get married one day for the first time. God, and be a reminder. Enter that marriage healthy. Um, get help when you're struggling. Keep the mess away from the kids. It impacts them deeply. Thank you, God, for this time together in Jesus' name. Amen. See you all on Friday. Hey, thanks for listening. And before you go, remember what we're trying to do is reach more men with this great information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Hey, you can subscribe right now on the app that you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my social media channels, which are linked in the episode notes to find more information. Lastly, I've got a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. Reviews, let each podcast hosting site know that great listeners like you enjoy our show. And that helps us expand our reach in search results, impacting more men than typical. Until next time.